Welcome to another episode of Humans with a Purpose. Today, I have a very special guest. He comes all the way from Pakistan. His name is Yusuf Bashir Qureshi. He is an artist, he is a musician, he is a poet, he is a writer, he wears many different hats. And today we're going to talk about how he found his purpose. Thank you so much, Yusuf, for joining my show and for sharing your wisdom with us. Assalamu alaikum, no, thank you. It's an honor to be around with the people who want to unite people. And that is the purpose. Especially now. Especially now. Always. Yes. These are only ways to connect us. When you forget, ways like this come to connect us. That's very true. So Yusuf, I'm sure you have been thinking a lot about your purpose. I know you think about your purpose all the time. So how do you define purpose? What does purpose mean to you? You know what I've... In the years of life that I've lived, um, I found out that you know, the purpose is one, is to find out about all your strengths that have been given to you, you know, and then you develop those strengths into skill sets uh, in order to benefit people. And that's the purpose. You benefit people, and then only people will benefit you. And everything around benefits you. But you need to benefit them. So we... When we think about benefits, we think about you know how much how much cash. Uh, we think about monetary things, but benefit is not monetary. Benefit comes in in many ways. Uh, we're always looking for everyone. You know, even your mother will always tell you, you may always be happy. So I ask my mother, like you know, is this a blessing or a curse? One can not always be happy, and if you're always happy, then it's it's pretty sad that you always happy that you don't have anything to worry about. So happiness is a season. It comes and it goes away. Sadness is another season, comes and goes away. Same way is you know your fear and same way, you know, is your courage. These are emotions that we live by. And the problem is, you know, when happiness comes on to us. We become so scared that it might go away, so we start protecting it. So our energy that was supposed to be in happy terms became worried terms, so it was sad. When sadness came on to us, you know, we wiped our tears. And we say, oh no, men don't cry. Well, real men do, do cry. Humans cry. Yes. So we did not cry, and we started finding happiness in material things. So we wanted to distract ourselves. And then when fear came on to us, you know, we grew big mustache, like, oh, I'm fearless. You know, look at me, how can I be afraid? So we're not afraid when we did bad things, and we did not fear that it is karma that's going to kind of come back to us. And then, when we were supposed to be courageous, we just chickened out. In all these four emotions, there's one thing in common, which is peace, sukun. In happiness, there's peace. In sadness, there's peace. In your tears, there's peace. In your fears, there's peace. 
and in your courage there is peace. And peace is something that we require. So what when so I tell people when happiness comes on to you, just forget about how long it's going to stay because I've never seen tomorrow. Everyone asks me how is tomorrow? What do you have plans for tomorrow? I said, I've never seen a tomorrow. I've only seen it now. So yesterday passed away, and all I see is the now. Right. So when happiness comes to you, just be happy like like a child. And when sadness comes on to you, cry, weep. You know, this water needs to drain. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, it will restrain. And you know, water finds its own ways. It will flow. So water from the eyes is supposed to flow. If you keep it in, it'll come out from somewhere else and it's not going to be wow. as pleasant. Wow. So, or I, I tell, I'm not a doctor, but I tell people, you know, people who don't cry and people who don't sweat, you know, I think that's how cancer comes because this water has to come out from somewhere. So it so stays true. in and becomes out becomes these tumors or something that has this water that was not rejected. So this was the rejected water. And it becomes disease. I, I, I don't know. I don't have any scientific proof. So tomorrow, you know, people will not want to lie. This is not true. This is my own theory. Right. And so, you know, when you're supposed to be afraid, see, when you've done something wrong, live up to it. Be shameful of it. Go face it. Correct yourself. Do not run away from it. Be honest. Do not say. Be, be honest, honest with yourself. yourself. And when you need to be courageous, yes. understand that the day that you will go, nobody can stop. And whatever is destined for you, nobody can take. So enjoy. Yes. You you have a very spiritual intuition you're very connected to your rub to your lord and a lot of what you've been saying is um i i i highly respect um wasif ali wasif he's a, a writer of pakistan and he's a mystic and he always talked about being razi being satisfied and whether you it's happiness sadness you always want to be satisfied because um that's your gratitude to your Lord. So it sounds like your purpose is very much in line with following um, your heart, which your heart is, the, is something that's been bestowed on you by God. And how did you get this wisdom? It takes people their whole life to know themselves. And from what I've seen from you, like, you are not you're you're still in your midlife. How did you get that wisdom? How did you figure out your own purpose? You know, you have to be broken a lot of times. And when you break and then when you join, it strengthens uh, your wounds. And when you said, you know, I'm spiritual because of yes, I'm made out of spirit. And I made out of God's breath. So everyone is. We are all connected. These are distractions that disconnect us. Hmm. And I'm still in the process. And you know what? 
Vasudev and others before him and people now and people afterwards also they are just amazing people and these are people who live in shukar yes if you're in if you're in shukar people think you're following something very good no you're leading to something that is very peaceful when you live in shukar you start leading you stop following and uh, for me, every day, every breath is a is a new experience. So for me, every day is a new learning, and I've not, honestly, you know, I've not, as a child also, I was not inclined towards reading books. So I've not read that much. I'm not that well read, but I'm well lived because you've, every moment and you've of read, my life, and you've read yourself. I'm reading myself constantly, and mm. that's what's you know keeping me on my toes all the time. And a lot of times people, you know, say, oh, my God, you do this, you do this, you do this. You're a farmer, you're an artist, you know, you're a speaker, you're all this. And I say, you know, there's only one thing that I do. And it is trying to know myself. But then, you know, a lot of times, you know, people say, okay, okay, master, jack of all, master of none. So, you know, that phrase really irritated me because it, it hurt my ego also. And I was like, you know, what is this, this thing? So I had an, I came up with an answer for that. So I said, you know, master is one, and if he's created me king, I'm not going to settle for a jack. Mm. So whatever I do, I'm going to do to the extreme. Do it with excellence. I need to enjoy, and yes. I need to learn, and from my learning and my enjoyment, people need to benefit. Has there been That's any? Has there been? anyone who has had a major influence on your life and you know you mentioned that uh when you, you've you've been in situations where you were broken and maybe you can talk about one situation where you found yourself in a broken state and how you were able to pull yourself out or with the help of someone else because i know you are a mentor to many i'm sure you've had someone who's been your, been your guide in your life there have been plenty of people, you know, from my birth till now. There have been such amazing people that have come into my life. Amazing women who've come into my life. Amazing men who've come into my life. And, uh, you know, people say, you know, they changed. You know, people changed. You know, they did not change me. They connected. They connected with myself. And, you know, one of the most beautiful souls that I had, you know, that I was lucky to be with was my grandfather my dada he was this beautiful man and he, he loved me with without understanding he loved me without judging he loved me without condition and he did not understand what i did you know i was a fashion i became a fashion designer you know this son and a grandson of a landlord becoming a fashion designer back in the 90s early 90s was not very acceptable you know, this artist stuff is, you know, it was yes. very, you know, it was very gay. It was, it was, it was very out of fashion when homophobia was on the rise. So for a man like him not to understand what I did and still accept me and love me with all what he had was just remarkable. And, and I share this story with, with I think every time I sit and I'm asked this question, which is, 
quite often that you know I learned from his I learned from his death more than I learned from his from his life mm. and the time that he was going away. You know, I I felt that I was a fearless man. I'd overcome a lot of my fears in life. And when we say that we've overcome our fears, we've actually begun to understand our fears. Hmm. So, yes, but I did overcome a lot of them. But one of my biggest fears at that time was that I hope something doesn't happen to my grandpa. You know, I'd be so worried all the time. You know, he'd be somewhere and I'd be like, I hope he's okay. You know, I'd go out of the country and I'd be like, I want to come back. I, I don't know. I hope something happens. I hope God forbid something happens. And then when uh, the time came of him leaving, it's right next to me, something magical happened. You know, when he, when he was taking his last breath, I'm a claustrophobic person. I became claustrophobic. I thought I was going to suffocate. But his last breath, he gave it to me, hmm. and he died, and I lived. And that last breath took my fears away. Also. His last breath took my fears away. Then I never had a fear that was going to happen to him. And now that I talk about him, before he was at home, he was at a friend's place, he was at the farm. Now there's no moment that he leaves me. If I'm talking about him now, you know, I weep for him. And if I think about it a little harder, if I feel a little harder, mm -hmm. I can smell him also. So he took my fears away. And I realized, you know, how do you love unconditionally? So yes, things like this, many of things like this have happened mm. in everyone's life. It's up to us how we take this experience. You know, you take it with, with will. You know, it will take all the ill away. And um, yes, do wrong. It's okay. We've been made so afraid, you know. And everything that they made us fear, even as a child, you know, was a lie. It's not the truth. You know, either it was the darkness, either it was the black man or the boogeyman. Um, you know, whatever it was, you know, Halloween costumes, you know, the devil. They didn't have to prove anything. You know, may it be anything. May it be hellfire, may it be anything. It was, it was all, you know, false. And then... Ultimately, you know, they made us afraid of God. Something that you're afraid of, you think you'll go near it and you go away from it. Yes. And then when we figured out that God was inside of us, we were away from ourselves. We're not, we're not supposed to fear, you know, things that are not to be feared, that are to be loved. We're supposed to fear our actions that will cause harm you know, to people. And that's it. Just be aware of yourself. You will make mistakes. 
make those mistakes that do not harm people. Make those mistakes that you're able to handle. Make mistakes in awareness. Do not be unaware and make mistakes. Making mistakes in awareness is experiment. Without awareness is an accident. We're not here for accidents. You think, you know, my purpose is larger than life. You were talking about purpose. Now, has your purpose changed over time? Especially now with this pandemic, this great pause in humanity. What, is, what, is, what has this situation taught you? The purpose does not change. Purpose again remains the same. Purpose is to understand yourself and benefit people. That is the mm. purpose. How you do it changes all the mm. time. Sometimes I'm a farmer, sometimes I'm a painter, sometimes I'm a fashion designer. Sometimes I'm a father, sometimes I'm a friend. You know, so it's a, you're, you know, like we all act, we're all actors. We've been given different roles to perform. But, you know, we're part of the same movie. That's true. That's true. Wow. I, have to have a happy yes. How, how, you mentor a lot of young people and they always come to you seeking advice or, you know, asking you about their career or whether it's, you know, anything that they want to do. Like what, what message would you like to give the younger generation? This younger generation, they don't come to me. I go to them. Hmm. This younger generation inspires me. I see my son, his generation, and I see other kids who are younger than me. Um, you know, one thing that I see in them, which I did not see in myself as a young child, they're so honest. Hmm. They're so brutally honest. That sometimes it's painful. And we can't even, our ego will not even accept them. Yes. They have no ego and they're only honest. So if we invest in our children, they can make us and this place, this beautiful heaven, which is a mother we call Earth. So we need to start trusting them a little bit more than trusting our. Uh, ways how we've lived our lives because they will you know they will unite us we just need to unite with them so these kids the only problem is they don't have direction you know they they have all the information they have access to all drugs and intoxicants People experiment, these kids experiment. I'm not against experimentation. At this stage, we experiment. But I've always said one thing, you know, nasha wo bura, yo dawa ban jai. You know, when it becomes medicine, when your uh, addiction becomes your medicine, yes. then it becomes poison. And then it, um, you know, it becomes like corona. Right. So we need to, these, these kids, they're honest, but they need to understand that what to do with their honesty. Right now, they don't know what to do with their honesty. Mm. They're just honest. You know, they say, you believe in God? I can't. I don't see him. 
Mm. But they're honest about it. But what is, what are they doing about it? Nothing. They don't know how to take action. Exactly. Because we have not given them the direction. So, guys, you who are there, you know, you have more information than us. You need to guide us. Stop depending on us. Because actually we are depending on you. You're the ones who will direct us. Uh, we should be the one who to motivate you and to direct you. But unfortunately, you know, we lost a lot of time and a lot of lost time. And, and, you know, I was born in 1971. I was, I was a war baby. And since my birth till now, there's war going on in the world. And it's not affecting me. There's war going on next door and it is not affecting me. That is the biggest problem. Now, Corona started affecting me, no? So it became an inconvenience, so I'm taking precautions and I'm doing this and I'm doing that. This thing has been around me since I was born, this war, this killing. In the name of God, in the name of color, in the name of language, in the name of culture. You know, you're all God's children. The one bleeds, we all bleed. Even when the bad bleeds, he still bleeds. Mm. So, you know, these, these kids need to help us stop this bleeding. And understand where we're coming from. Because, you know, we're coming from a very difficult point, of, point also. That we had to be afraid all our lives. That we had to live in fear. You know, when you blame us, you have all the right to blame us. But understand our situation. Have mercy on us, man. You know, everyone, that, like our kids have been victimized. We have been victimized. Now it's enough playing victim now. Now it's about time we play. We play not even soldiers. We play friends. And no victimization. And thinking of ourselves as victims also anymore. It's okay, you have, you have everything now. Now so you, nobody can even complain that I don't have a voice. Everyone has a voice who has a cell phone, yes. and an internet connection, has a voice. You know, look at what one, you know, nine minute video of you know, this guy did. And it changed the world. Yes. Look at how people united. Yes. They're uniting through violence. This is not a good thing. But understand one thing, that at least uniting, there's some shake-up. Sure. Someone's worried. You know, Corona, yes, it's a bad thing. People are dying. But look what's done. You open us up. But now let's not wait for another catastrophe to unite us. No? Let's not have another man killed, you know, yes. by police brutality or another country invaded in the name of security, in the name of God in the name of religion, in the name of color and flag. Let's not humanity dying. Let's not have any hunger in Africa, Bangladesh, or any other place that we see famine strike. You know, there should be end of racism. We need to put a stop to all people, you know, who put people on a pedestal in the name of religion and race. This needs to go away, like right away. Like we need to fight it like we're fighting Corona. And now not even fight, you know. We're not fighting Corona, no? We're taking precautionary measures. That's true. 
Racism is exactly like that. You can't fight it. You need to take precautionary measures. We need to train our children to be humans. Because racism is inhuman. Yes. When you think of the other as lesser than you, you should be questioning yourself. That the God who made you actually made lesser stuff also? I do not believe in a God that made lesser beings. So if you want to believe in a God that made lesser beings, not a very strong God, not very confident about himself. So whatever he's created, he's created great. It is up to us to live up to that greatness. It is entirely up to us. The choice is ours. It is our choice. You, know, you can give justifications and excuses for everything. For everything. I can give you a justification for murder and rape. So do not stop giving ourselves these justifications. Stop fearing ourselves with something that's not to be feared. But at the same time, we cannot be stupid anymore. We live in this world that we need to utilize technology and not let technologies utilize us. You know, these computers need to help us so that we can do, you know, a day's job in minutes and seconds. Yes. We not waste our days on, on these things. Social media. On these guys. Yes. It is important. This is the new way of uniting. You know, this is the, your new book. This is your new, new medium. But it doesn't mean that, you know, there won't be ink and pen. There are other ways also. So keep on resurrecting new ways and keep on restoring, you know, old ways also. Because those were also beautiful. Those were ways of people express their love. What do, you, about connecting yourself to what do you think is, is missing in the world right now? You, you talk a lot about love and heart. I am missing. If I'm not missing, there's nothing to miss. Right? Each one of us is missing. If we take up our responsibilities, we would not be missing. Mm. We'd be achieving. We'd be seeing. We'd be enjoying. We'd be living. So right now, I am missing. I'm missing myself. I'm missing myself. But all the strength that have been given to me, I still have not been able to eradicate poverty out of my country, fear out of my country, you know, with all the powers given to me, so I am missing. Hmm. The day that I am found, every day is going to, everything is going to be fine. There's not going to be one soul racist in this world. The day I find myself, and that's my search, and that's my life. I cannot waste time, and I still do waste time, a lot of it. Most part of it. And I have justification. What are you living for at this moment? 
I'm living for the next breath to catch. You know, uh, that's the biggest blessing. This is how I should be living. You know, being aware of every breath that I take in and how it nourishes me. And how it keeps me alive. That's how I should be living. That everything around me from the birds, you know, <clears throat> I usually see birds here at the farm. I see them sitting on top of a buffalo, on top of its head, sometimes on its nose. And the buffalo does not do anything. Mm. And I think I'm much better looking than a buffalo. And when I put my hand out and the bird does not even come and I put even, you know, grain in it, it still does not come. The bird sees through me. But I still am not truthful. And it mm. sees through the buffalo that's truthful. So, the day the birds start trusting me is the day I will feel that I've become a better human. Mm. So, let's see. the day I, you know, put my foot on on land and then the soil becomes meeta. That Sweet. day I believe that I've done something. How do you want to be remembered, Yusuf, at the end of your life? If I do, you know, if I have, well, I have no plans of dying now. I have a lot of things that I want to do. So, but yes, we all want to, we all live and we all leave. You know, I've written once, you know, kuch log jate nahi jate. Yes. Some people don't leave, people, they stay. They stay. And if you've benefited anyone, you will always stay. If there's only one soul remembering you, that means you're still alive. Uh, and if you benefited people, people will remember you. And you'll always be alive. You know, your body will go through a transition. Yes. Into a different space. Yes. But the soul will be there. You know, that energy will be around. Like I was speaking about my grandfather. Yes. I am not able see him because I'm using only maybe two percent of my brain or three percent of my brain. Just imagine I'm using you know eighty percent of my brain, I'll probably see him also. <laughs> yes. You know man has created machines that finds you know spirits and that can see x-rays and can calculate microwaves. So if we can if the mind has actually made Invented these things, then my eyes could see them also. I have just not perfected myself to that human level. But, but it, it, it's really going from here to here, right? Which is your heart. And I think. Actually, it's uh, going from here to here. It is oh, the other way around. Right. Yeah. Heart beats first, and the brain That's is developed true. later. That's true. That's true. So, we need to take care of our heart. We need to, you know, we become very smart, so we think so much, but we forgot to feel. Then we start feeling again. Yes. You know, every sensation of touch. You know, every time you hug someone, you know that. I remember, you know, even when you kiss someone, it's like. Yeah. <laughs> 
It's not like you know, a real. You're holding it. Yeah. You know, when I, I want to, my father gets very uncomfortable when I'm holding him like this. I, <laughs> I just want to hold him. He's an older man, and then you know he lived in this in that era also. But he feels very uncomfortable the man holding him so hard, and the grown man like I think I'm your own son, but he's uncomfortable. But you know we have so I'm trying to get uh, broken him down a lot now. So, but you know when you hug the ones that you love, you know feel them, touch their face, yeah, smell them, you know, feel their existence, their full existence, enjoy them. while you have them while you have your health while you have your senses you meet them with every sense greet them with every sense when you look at them have love in your eyes when you look at them have love in your heart when you look at them have love in your brain when you look at them have love in your hands when you hug them have love in your chest When you're blessed, what else do you need? Wow, this has been such a beautiful conversation. Thank you for inspiring me to say these things because all these things that I've said, yes, I've said this multiple times, but these are the. You know these things have really, really, really touched. You know the inner self. These are my my feelings that have become. You know that made me the person that I am today. And thank you for making me remind them in these beautiful times in my life and these sad times in my life. And these vulnerable times in my life, you know, when you remember them, they become your guide. It's true. And what you need to extract from them is sugar. They say and that your enemy is also your Buddha. Of course, my enemy teaches me how strong I am. Yes. <laughs> yes. Very true. <laughs> and where I need to work on my weaknesses, right. because God has not made anyone or the Creator. I, as an artist, you tell me to make something, you know, make a painting that's not of my standard and proudly sign my name on it. No, I won't do it. Mm-hmm. For any amount of money, I won't do it. Well, a lot of people will question how is any amount of money. <laughs> right. But uh, generally, I would not do it. But God, you think He has created something or someone lesser than His standards? I don't think so. I don't want to believe that. I don't believe that because the God who made me is the most benevolent, so He cannot create anyone lesser. It is up to me to find it. So people say, "You can." So that means you have no weakness. It's like, no, He did not make you. But you have this weakness. I was like, no, my weaknesses are my strengths that I have not paid attention to. Hmm. Like my health is my strength, no? Yes. I do not eat right. I do not exercise. So my strength becomes my weakness. Same way, my business is my strength. I don't pay attention to it, becomes my weakness. Same way is my relation. 
with my loved ones. I do not keep up with them. And uh, it becomes my weakness. So I have, he's made me with no weakness, he's made me only with strength. It's up to me how powerful I want to be. Mm-hmm. It's my choice. Yes. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you for being you. Thank you for helping us be us. And I really believe that you are serving your purpose. Unite the world. Unite the world, yes. Yes. Unite the world. Unite the world. Thank you for this opportunity. Uh, Keep me connected with the people who listen to you and connect me with those uh, that I'm not connected to. And like always say, Pyar, Cool, or Dua's Pyar is love. And you are love. So, Cool is flowers. So, flowers is your scent. You know, the people that surround you, that are around you, things that affect you. And Dua's. So, it's combined blessings, of course. So, Pyar, Cool, Dua's. Wow. And behave and be brave. Wow. Thank you. <laughs>